0: To the CalPart Bros podcast. I'm your host, Terrence, and with me is my co host, Jason, calling in for the backhave in Indianapolis. Jason, how are you, my good man?
1: What it is, man. Hey, it's Cal Park Bros night, So, you know what that means? I'm fired up. Another one on the road to 100. We're getting there. It's 81. Some might say it's Kobe episode. Some might say it's the Terrell Owens episode. I think we can find better athletes to correlate with 81. But for right now, let's get into it.
0: You know what? There might be a Dallas Cowboys reference this episode while you mention it, Jason. Let's pass on that. Yeah, (laughs) there's a lot of Well,
1: (laughs) Maybe maybe, maybe it's have the good phrase to use after what what the Cowboy did to the Bears, but we'll get into that later. Yeah,
0: Yeah. thank you for listening. This is episode 81 of the Cowboy Bros Podcast. Funny and initiated, Cowboy Bros is the podcast here. We are a weekly podcast for fans of sports, current events, and entertainment.
1: And as always, we are your hosts, Terrence and Jason. And every single Thursday, we come to you with a brand new episode where we discuss the current events of the day sports, and athletes we love.
0: And even some of the athletes we love. No matter the topic, you can expect a brutally honest and fun exchange of snark while learning through the lens of our 30 years of friendship that originated in Calumet Park, Illinois.
1: And folks, for more Cal Park Bros. content, make sure you connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok under the handle Cal Park Bros. or Cal Park Bros. Podcast for more behind the scenes of the show and just engage with us every single day. But do not forget that the Cal Park Bros. Podcast is available to listen and subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Like us, love us, share us, follow us. And folks, if you like us, hell, why wouldn't you?
1: And like Terrence always says, we are the podcast to hear and watch. So make sure you're living it, loving it, and doing it.
0: All right. I know that the first segment almost didn't happen because, mainly because Jason saw a first I needed a little bit more time over the weekend to see it. My God, Jason, The Rock, he's done it again. Dare I say, Dwayne Johnson, his government name, he's done it again. He's single-handedly, not single-handedly, he's he's built a coalition of the willing. He's better than Barack Obama himself. He's 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 built a coalition. He's he's saved DC Comics. He did in. Damn near five years, what Zack Snyder couldn't do in 20. He brought DC back from the brink with Black Adam. My God, what a movie.
1: I want you to keep going, bro. You Like you said, you saw it more recently than me. I want to hear your fresh thoughts on this movie before first I go off, into what I'm going to say.
0: First off, First off, it's really funny to hear people interview The Rock and hear them try to size him up for this suit. Like, The Rock has been an athlete for the better part of 30 years. Why do people try and size him up like he was Ben Affleck, like 30 years ago? You know how basically they had to build in muscles for like the superheroes, and they had like <laughs> The Rock is literally not built like a fucking MMA fighter, like a yep. little killing machine. Okay. And it just seems odd that like you would literally have fake muscles put into a super suit. When literally Dwayne the Rock Johnson is built an a, a an entire career off destroying people in the ring and on movie on and on movie sets, you know what I'm saying, Jason?
1: I, I know what you're saying, but I don't know what you're where you're going when it comes to fake muscles. I don't.
0: I mean, when they build the 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 suits for the for these for these for these movies, Jason, yeah, yeah, yeah. they typically kind of make them so that they're almost like super. They're over. They're they're over inflated. Like imagine if you had like you know, Gal Gadot, and you had like over exaggerated like breasts of Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? Like imagine. Remember the first Tomb Raider video games, Jason. Imagine if they tried to do what they did with Laura Croft, and they tried to do that with Gal Gadot in the 2020s, dog. It, clearly that would not fly. They tried to do that with the first versions of The Rock suit. And they would. And what The Rock said, I don't know if you checked out any of these interviews, dude. Rock basically said, listen, y'all gonna have to throw that shit out. Like, th- go back to the drawing board. That will not work with me. Did you okay. check out any of those interviews, Jason?
1: Interviews, no, because I wanted to see the movie. Nothing would do with interviews, so I took the movie for what it's worth. Keep going. Okay,
0: so I'm just pointing that out. So... Gotcha. I'm pointing that aside you know the movie I, I want you to you, hear your now that I've kind of given some of my asides about the movie and some of the uh, the sides about the interviews what are your thoughts about the movie
1: okay I definitely want to hear more from you because I feel like you, feel like you got a lot more based off the first I thing you part, said
0: but you saw it first you should, so you should go next
1: okay okay I'm just I'm just pointing it out I'm just pointing it out sir relax we're, we're having a good time with the subject but so I saw the movie and my original thought was, like you, this definitely is one of the best movies DC's made when it comes to the DCEU movies. Now, after I said that out loud to myself, I'm like, you know what? To be fair, there's two things that the DCEU's put out that I haven't seen yet. So make sure I watch them both today. One was the Zack Snyder's cut for D- the Justice League. Watch that today. And the other one, which I'm sure you'll love to hear this, was The Batman with Robert Pattinson. I actually did watch it today. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can talk about the, my opinions on that off air. Yeah. But, <laughs> but with that being said, I'm willing to say that this Black Adam movie is the best movie is the best release to come out in the DCEU movies. All right. DCEU offerings because not everything so far has been movies I thought immediately the comedy in this movie was way better than any other previous DCEU stuff with the ex- exception of maybe the Peacemaker but but yeah definitely better than like Wonder Woman you know Man of Steel, Dark Knight, uh, excuse me Batman vs Superman so yeah that alone I think made it great Obviously, having somebody like The Rock in these movies, I think, also boosted up the movie a little bit as well. Also, a boost to DCEU. No offense to Jason Momoa. No offense to Ben Affleck. No offense to Gal Gadot. No offense to any of them. But having The Rock in this action movie, I think, boosted up a lot more. Now, I'll also admit, too, I didn't know much about the Black Adam character. I didn't read up on it before because I wanted to let the movie speak for itself. And I know a lot of people might say, oh, it didn't follow the comics. Well, how many of the superhero movies follow the comics to a T? I had to say probably none of them. So, and I'm sure somebody's going to say, yeah, this one did. Great. But most of them probably don't.
0: There's always going to be some creative license taken with every right. um, comic to movie um, reimagining. That's not the issue. The issue is, did did listen, dog, they had two hours. And in those two hours, are you staring at your phone? Listen, listen. There is very little time wasted. I'm a big believer in, okay, there's been a lot, and I'm not going to go as far as say, okay, this is the best DC application because I still maintain it's the Dark Knight, and then there's everybody else. And that's okay. That's why I clarified. That's okay. But I think a lot of demons for a lot of people that have been putting up with a lot of shit from just in general, a lot of Batman versus Superman, a lot of the Justice League, a lot of demons from the last decade were exercised this past two weeks. Okay, guys, you're like, finally, like everything about this movie is what you were hoping to have happen with the Justice League. Everything. Everything just kind of worked. And it didn't take three movies or four movies to get ramped up. It just kind of worked. And it's like, why the hell can't all DC movies just be like this? You know? And yeah, there are some great Easter eggs. We are not going to spoil them for you here on Calpar Bros. You got plenty of time. Hell, I highly suggest you watch this film. It's highly recommended. I think it's highly digestible. You don't need to be a comic book geek to be in the Black Adam. You don't have to be the biggest rock fan of all time to get in the Black Adam. This this film just works. You know, certain films you just work. Okay. Um, I will say this: I really appreciated the fact that they have little Easter eggs in there about movies of old. I did appreciate the little Clint Eastwood reference in there. Shout out to anybody that actually got that knows what movie that it is from. So,
1: I'm glad you kind of went into the whole, you know, DC, DCEU kind of a thing. Because, yeah, I agree. The Dark Knight, if we're talking about all, all DC movies and offerings, and yeah, Dark Knight's the best one. But I only, was only speaking on the DCEU movies. And for people out there that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, so just like Marvel has its MCU, there are plenty of Marvel movies that came out before they started the MCU movies, uh, which I believe the first one was kept the Captain America movie, right? So in the DCEU, DC Extended Universe, from all accounts I've been reading, Man of Steel was the first DCEU offering way back in 2013. So starting with all the DC movies after that, and I can name them off later if we need to, but that's starting with that and now up to Black Adam, that's what's in the DCEU EU as of right now. And I say of all those, I think Black Adam is the best. After I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League, I was kind of debating a little bit. Because the movie that movie's long as hell. It did add a lot of it did add a lot of extra things into it. I feel like it delved more into the origin stories, potentially of certain aspects, things like that. The epilogue at the end, I'm like, okay. But overall, I still have to say Black Adam, because with Justice League, uh, the Zack Snyder's uh, cut, I almost feel like it was really just the same movie, just a little extra, extra added on to it, so it's really kind of the same. It's better than the actual Justice League, yes, but I still have to go with the Black Adam. Uh, maybe a little biased, because my my look lookalike's in there, you know. Uh, shout out to the former Sexiest Man Alive, because, you know, because we look alike. but but overall, it made me actually excited to see, okay, this is where we're going to go okay, this is where DC can be going. What's next? We'll get into that as well. But speaking of which, and again, like we said about other movies we talked about before, you've had a week. So if you haven't seen it, too bad. We're not going to, we're going to have spoilers in this. If you haven't seen it yet, so what? You had a week. It's your fault. The end credit scene, I felt like it was like a great introduction and kind of a great way for DC to say, okay, this is what we're doing. We talked about before what what uh, Marvel or DC was doing with the whole DCEU and the whole restart and all the crap they were talking about. The incredible credit scene that showed Black Adam seemingly what was going to be like the initial stages of a conversation with Superman played by Henry Cavill. FYI, folks, you saw the news reports. Yes, yeah, he's back in Superman. And DCEU made that clear, like, hey, this is where we're going potentially. Um, so, yeah, so that would. Put me, put like a huge cap on it. I will tell you, folks, there is only one in-credit scene, so don't feel free to stick around after that. There's only one. But I felt like that put a great cap on the movies. Like, like I wasn't, I was one of the people clapping in the in the theater, like like some people do. But but in my head, I was definitely okay. What's next for DC? And, you know, we'll talk about that. But what else you what else you got to say about this Black Adam movie, sir?
0: I mean, I don't have much to say about the segment other than Bravo, like. That's how you body a fucking beat, dog. Like rock came up. I I loved it. dog. What you know what I really thought about? There was so there was there was so much there was so much sprinkled of awesomeness into this. There was just a right amount of every other character. Aldous Hodge. Uh my, I'm drawing a blank on his uh former 007. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but, you know, um, the other uh, assembly, assembly of characters, you know, is really not the Black Adam show. You know, Dwayne Johnson, he shows up, he understands the assignment, but there is plenty of heart in this movie. If this was just a dumbass action movie, we wouldn't be talking about this. We wouldn't be recommending other people to go see this. We wouldn't be trying to get women to go show up to, to see this movie? We wouldn't be trying to say, hey, people at work, we should go check this out. You know, there's a lot of heart in this. There's a lot of nobility in this. And dog, he got it, man. Like, this shit is not the Scorpion King, dog. He done came a long way, bro. Like, he, he done redeemed himself.
1: I'm going to go into some of the future of DCU in a second. But yeah, that's one thing I find interesting too, is that there was a lot of, once the first weekend of the movie came and passed, The Rock mentioned that apparently he was kind of told he was going to be getting this role about 15 years ago. So, and I'm like, how's that worked 15 years ago? But, but in a way, like you said, it's kind of good because 15 years ago was probably closer to the Scorpion King than obviously now. And how much further as an actor, or just how much further as a big name has he come in the last you know 15 years to warrant getting this this type of role? Obviously, him getting you know huge and buff like he is now probably helped, but um, that way he probably didn't need that fake those fake muscles because he just used his own. So
0: I also think he's probably come a long way. His his executive producer, uh, bona fides. He's probably mm-hmm. he's he's come to a position where he can say okay. I'm going to have more of a say in terms of how these scripts look. Mm. He's got more say in terms of management. And so he's not, not going to green light anything if he doesn't feel like, okay, this doesn't look make reflect positively in terms of the tone of how the story should be told. And that, we're a long way from like the days of like, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin where Joel Schumacher just went off the rails, man, and just went totally crazy with, like, the bat nipples and and, 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 like, you know, had, had, had like, you know, had the asses hanging out. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just ridiculous. And I, am a big, big Batman fan. I'm like, okay, clearly the androgyny was just off the charts. Ridiculous, man. You know what I'm talking about, Jason.
1: Yeah, I distinctly remember uh, Batman and Robin, where they had the first uh, Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl, and had that scene where people were putting on their costume, they had like a close-up right on her buttocks area in the costume, like, was that really necessary? Yeah. Uh, so, so I know what you mean, exactly. Yeah. Um, the, but the one reason why I wanted to kind of bring up the future of the DCEU is because now, that, as far as upcoming, DCEU has four offerings, actually for movie offerings coming up. I'm sure there'll be a Peacemaker uh, Season 2 as well, so I'll make five. They have another Shazam, another Flash, another Beetle, another Aquaman. Uh, two things there. Well, one thing. They also mentioned there is going to be a future Black Adam sequel coming. They've already pretty much you know put that... I, 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 it's going to happen. Now, if you, obviously, if you saw that movie, including the in-credits scene I mentioned, it makes sense that there's going to be another one. There's not going to be another... There's no... Additional Justice League movie, which I kind of, was kind of surprised by that, but they have other like Flash movies, like, you know, Aquaman, like I mentioned, other Wonder Woman. I'm not sure they're still doing cyborg or not. Flash Black, gotta uh, show up on time first. Shit. Shit. Well, it's supposed to come out next year, so yeah. let's re- let's say replaced him. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah, but Flash apparently, right now. Well. You <laughs> might. Well, unfortunately, he's not on jail pe- pe- uh, jail people time, but uh, you know, oh, but but yeah, Black Adam is getting a sequel and i think the fact that that's already been announced or already in the works i think that says a lot when it comes to how much dceu knew this black adam was going to be play an important role in their future you know comings um again i'm still shocked that there isn't going to be a justice league movie but the fact of the matter is they have black adam already featured in this movie and they already have plans for a second one personally i it's probably you had if you're uh dc you had to do this to kind of not combat Black Panther, but to offer that interested
0: in Black Panther. They're in what they're interested in, and they are interested in t- you know getting the, in They're interested in getting rid of the apathy that Justice League created. There was an apathetic response to Justice League.
1: You done? Zach
0: Snyder is responsible for that.
1: You done? Now that might
0: generate some hate mail. You you done? I'm done. Now. <laughs> we can do this in that
1: segment. <laughs> The, the the point I was making is I'm not saying obviously they're worried about Black Panther, but what I'm saying is offering an offering a actual Black superhero, I guarantee you that's come across the, the mouths and thoughts of somebody in DC. If you think otherwise, yeah, uh, okay, well I might have to question your uh, perceptive level or your intelligence a little bit, and I don't mean you specifically, but you know. All right, Coolio
0: All right. Well, that concludes our first segment. Well. Bye, Coolio You know what? Also, I'm really shocked that he didn't say, it doesn't matter what your name is, man
1: As as much as The Rock loves when he came from the WWE, I'm sure he's looking to get away from that as much as he possibly can, short of him getting back in the ring, which may be happening in WrestleMania next year. FYI. All
0: right. (laughs) (laughs) With that said, that concludes our first segment. Coming up next, we talk about the fact that the Cowboys stomped the bejesus out of Chicago Bears. Coming up next. On cal
2: park roads in a world of political unrest with political ads every 3.5 seconds where kanye is not welcome anymore and michigan and michigan state players can't get along and at other universities pictures don't stay private two heroes have arrived to sort out the mess we have gotten ourselves into from cal u Benton park they ride with 30 years of experience sarcasm wit humor jason and parentisms. And fringing. Terrence and Jason are here to save us from the doldrums of those other podcasts. No controversy here or performance enhancing. The bros are all natural. It can take you down with words or on the pickleball court. Like, love, share the Cow Park Bros because the world ain't saving itself. But the bros can try. Terrence and Jason, let's get this podcast rolling. See ya. Welcome back to Cow
0: Bros. Jason and I are fresh off the segment discussing the awesomeness that is Black Adam. Second segment is going to be the Chicago Bears, or rather what's left of it. (laughs) Is there actually a team left after uh, Ryan Poles has uh, traded (laughs) away what's left of it?
1: Okay, relax. He's traded away two players. Relax. There's still going to be a team. He's traded, he's, he's
0: traded away two players since this podcast started, Jason.
1: Okay. Just, okay. We get to your exaggeration. Relax. Okay. Let's keep rolling here. Yeah.
0: He literally <laughs> traded away two players while I was standing in line uh, to get uh my COVID and flu booster on Monday. I was like, I, I was like, looking down, I was like, God damn.
1: Okay. That, that might be true. That actually might be true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had my name called. I looked down. I look at the guy next to me. I was like, did that, did that really just happen? I was like, shit. Anyways. So, but you know, the only thing that can really take my my disdain away from any of this trade business is the fact that um the team is, you know, really mediocre, you know. And the only thing that really takes up most of my weekends this day, uh this most of the most Sundays. In this fall, is uh you know them getting a snowball chance at hell of being on the on the same uh, in the same uh, stratosphere uh, playing the Dallas Cowboys uh, this past Sunday, and uh, yeah, for a little bit they 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 thought they were in that game. They gave people the impression they were in that game. What was it, twenty three to twenty nine? Jason, did you even watch the game?
1: So I did not. Um, I kind of sort of keeping track of the game because uh, I actually have Dak Prescott on my fantasy football team. So I was watching through that. Also the kind of the the game time uh, sports ticker or whatnot. So I wasn't watching the game. I was watching from, you know, indirectly. And so, yeah, different perspective than what you have since you actually watched some of the game before. I think you probably quit watching. So, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I watched just enough. You know, I was – Hanging out with some friends, um, Sunday. I was trying to get some errands, air- run some errands, take care of some business, and uh, you know, I was trying to coordinate some uh, some uh, some uh, some errands uh, for my mom. <laughs> and the mistake that I made is that oh yeah, I'll take care of that as soon as this bear game it o- is uh, was over, and that's when it was twenty three to twenty nine. And I think literally thirteen minutes later, when it was like twenty three to twenty nine, and then it was like turning up being like. Uh, I think the uh, the Cowboys had like forty two points. Later, I was like, "Yep, I'm on my way." I think I literally called her in the car. I was like, "Yeah, mom, I'm on my way to Sam's Club. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got you." Like, I'm li- I'm literally giving her like Chris Rock like updates. I'm in the car. <laughs> 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 after after old boy like scored his third touchdown, I was like, "Okay, clearly." This is not coming this is not gonna work out.
1: So regarding, you know, keeping it on point with I guess with the trade. I mean, so obviously like you said, the real crime Smith trade happened on Monday. It came after the day after them losing by twenty points to the Cowboys. Now you could always say that one had nothing to do with the other because obviously we were facing a trade deadline coming. But obviously, the look doesn't help. Obviously, he was your best defensive player, at least the best one on the, on the, on the front seven. He's also making, the second, I be the second most money on the team. The team the bears are right now on three and five. So if you're a team that's in, in rebuild mode, what is the point of keeping someone of that high value that's not really helping you win games? So, trading to the Ravens, which they did, and they got two picks back, uh, I believe a second and a fifth. Now we'll talk about that second one, second pick uh, here, in the, second round pick here in le- uh, a little later. But yeah, that that trade doesn't surprise me. It actually makes sense. Now, I know Bears' objectives may say all this like it was a waste of time having them there, or the Bears are always rebuilding, blah 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 blah, blah whatever. Then trading Roquan Smith makes sense. If you're trying to rebuild and build a team, you need draft picks to either use in the actual draft or trade them away to somebody else to get. You know, certain players, which again, we'll talk about here in a minute. You're trying to build.
0: I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm not necessarily questioning. My frustration is if, 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 if you're only selling hope so that you can build this palatial Taj Mahal in and Heights, then... Why don't you just save everybody a ton of time? Stay your ass in Chicago, because I'm not buying tickets either way.
1: At this point, I don't think one has to do with the other, to be honest with you. It matters to me. Well, yeah, yeah, of course, there will be plenty of Bears fans that it matters to. But to that point, they have a a a, a quarterback in the second year. They got to build around him. They know that. Shockingly enough, as bad as they lost, these last couple of weeks, Justin Fields actually hasn't looked too bad. Like he, maybe he's, maybe he's coming into some sort of groove. I mean, he accounted for, <clears throat> accounted for over uh, 200 plus yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. I don't believe he had any fumbles or anything like that. So I will say that, that aspect may be looking kind of good. The defense, obviously because the Cowboys did not clearly, mm. but at the same time, you know, got built around Justin Fields and, and, so I mentioned when it comes to their also trading Roquan Smith, they also made another trade today to get a wide receiver for Justin Fields from the Steelers, uh, uh, Chase Claypool. A third-year wide receiver, uh, had 800-plus yards in both the two years he played with Ben Roethlisberger. He's young, again, only his third year, only 24. So you have that extra wide receiver that Justin Fields can now throw to besides Darnell Mooney. Not saying Justin Fields is like Ben Roethlisberger.
0: He, might be little, he is not.
1: But he might be a little better than Kenny Pickett and, and Mitch Trubisky when it comes to getting the ball to Chase Claypool. So I'll say that. So, and Chase Claypool isn't making any money. I think this year he's making like under 600000 only a million and a half next year. So he's not a huge cap hit. So again, you can still build those two together potentially along with whoever else they got. So it's not like the Bears are just totally ignoring, you know, you know the 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 stats of the team again well again they've already played eight games they have nine left we'll see what happens the rest of the year but if they're in rebuild mode for a team that's three and five right now after eight games i'd say what what do you expect i'll ask that to you terrence what do you expect
0: um they should have won at least two more games that's what i expect i expect Is is that what you want though yeah, yeah, I expect them to compete okay. more. That's what I expect. Yeah.
1: Now, now, I'm, I'm fully aware of the, the concept of tanking, which happens in in all sports. They're but, not
0: tanking. They're Jason. They're not tanking. They're I was just, about
1: to I was about to say that, sir, before you interrupted me. What I was going to say is management may want people to tank. Players don't tank. Dis- to some degree, coaches don't either. So, yeah, whatever happens on the field happens. But the reason why I ask you, do you want to actually want the team to win? What you can root for is what you root for. But me personally, they can keep losing. I'm fine with that. Now, obviously, if they go 500, okay, they'll win 500. But it's not the worst thing in the world for this rebuilding team to not win very many games. Now, are they competitive? That depends on how you want to look at it. I don't know. Like I said to you the other day, them scoring 29 points, Well, what clearly wasn't garbage time because they only scored six in the fourth quarter. But they were scoring 29 points to me. I have to say that's a lot better than how the season started where they couldn't score nothing. Now, some of that may be just because Dallas sucks on on defense. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I think they were both horrible, actually. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, I think that's what it was, Jason, is that it wasn't necessary. I I don't, and I know that seems a little like I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too. Yes. Well, that would certainly explain what's happening. The last time I weighed myself, but I digress. No comment. Um, yeah, I think that's what it boils down to. Chicago needs every offensive weapon they can get a, their hands on because they've invested all they've invested all these resources into Justin Fields. Because yeah, they need to sell these tickets, dog. Yeah, they absolutely have to. That being said, they're also it's a it's a fucking fire sale of the defense. So so yeah, I I it it may not matter cuz if the best you can do is only 22 23 points, guess what? That also won't get it done in the NFC Central. Even with the Packers imploding, it won't matter.
1: Well, we don't, we don't need to bring up that Wisconsin team right now because it's not about them this, this season at least and probably whatever it will be again. But, um, yeah, I'm not disagreeing. 23 points isn't enough, and I don't know if, how much they can maintain the 29 points. I don't know. But but it's all about pr- you know progression, progress, right? Because you do agree this is a, well supposed to be a rebuilding year, right?
0: I don't believe in rebuilding years.
1: So what do you believe in?
0: I believe in they should be better than what they are. And I just stated already, they should already have two more wins than what they have. They let they let them off the hook, uh, to quote one Dennis Green.
1: Okay, so you don't believe in rebuilding years. So oh, okay. Well, well that I, that could be a topic for a whole nother show. But Terrence has already made its case that he's not happy with the Bears being three and five, even though everyone going into the season, other than Terrence, would agree this is a rebuilding year based off of lots of sort of factors. A lot of the major players have been dealt out of this team you know, for the last two seasons, probably three, including this one. But there's a purpose to that. When the team lost to the, the double doink, I guess, three or four years ago, that started the downward slide of the Bears, unfortunately, when it comes to, <clears throat> excuse me, potential when it comes to winning championships, right? The, the change had to happen, including management, quarterback, all the other stuff. It's part of the process, right? Only thing you can hope is that Justin Fields gets better. And again, I don't know if it's, true if it's part of the coaching or, or personnel. I, I'd probably say maybe more of the coaching on just his personal growth. That's what we're really looking for. And I think it's been made pretty clear that he is growing and the team losing has nothing to do with him and or the offense, at least not as much as it was week one. And like I said, they still have nine games left. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, the schedule may not be the toughest, but it ain't the easiest. So we'll see. I think I told you when the year started, I don't, I don't expect them to win more than four games. But now they already have three. I mean, yeah, they could only win one the rest of the year, but who knows? So you know what? If they win five or six, hey, I think personally that's a win. Because it's more than what anybody probably would have expected from them anyway. There and are te- get- listen, listen. There are te- there are people, experts picking this team to finish the dead last in the Central, right? Which blew my mind because the Detroit Lions are still in the N- NFC Central or NFC North, excuse me. And obviously, that's at the moment has been proven to be idiotic. That anybody picked the Lions to finish ahead of the Bears. So yeah, so if somehow magically the Bears get to six wins, again. Every Bears fan listening to this, who, who's not a complete idiot, should be completely happy with that. Those that, that six and eleven, or yeah, six and eleven record. I okay. So, I no, I mean, you got the look in your face, like, like, like you, feel like I just hurt you know, shot your dog or something. So
0: I don't have a dog, but neither here nor there.
1: Well, that's cause I shot him apparently. So, so yeah. So, so yeah. I'm just shooting dogs over here on the Cowboy Bros.
0: Wow. Anyways, uh, yeah, I. I don't think Eberflus is going to get fired this year, and I also don't think Fields is going to get demoted. Um, well. But I also think I'm not letting these boys off the hook. They got to compete. And I expect more, and I need to see more, and that's the end of it.
1: One last thing I'll say we can go to the end of it. The one thing I will say about the Chase Claypool trade is that it's good to get the wide receiver, now, I mentioned we got a second round pick for Roquan Smith. Unfortunately, uh so that w- that gave the Bears two second round picks in the next upcoming draft. Unfortunately, the one we gave the Steelers for Claypool was our own pick as opposed to the Ravens pick. So, we're not actually going to be picking very early in the second round anymore. So, that's going to make that first round pick very important. And that's why I kind of bucketing by saying that hey Justin Fields not going to get demoted, well that depends on how the rest of the season goes because the Bears happen to get like a top 6-7 pick maybe that's going to put them in a window of maybe getting another quarterback so not saying they should do that not saying they're going to do that but when you're there the thoughts going to have to come in your head like is this the time to move with somebody else especially when you have a, a newer coach right he might want to get his own guy in there so we'll see what happens
2: yeah
0: on that note that concludes our segment on the surprise and tribulations of the rebuilding that is the Chicago Bears this year. Speaking of uh thoughts, coming up next, we're we'll gonna be talking about just how much CTE has Herschel Rock have been subdued to. Coming up next on CalPar Bros. Our bros. Jason and I are fresh off the uh, second segment, discovering the or discussing the uh, Bears uh, trade routes. And on a dot talking, you know, U.S. trade. You know, Ryan Proles just basically put it on a fire sale. It's all about next year. Clearly not this year. Hershel Walker might be saying the same damn thing. <laughs> Jason, I don't even think you follow politics that closely, but for some odd reason, since it's football, I decided we were gonna be, we, was, we was gonna get the two for one sale tonight, baby.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, jeez.
1: I love hearing you laugh during the, during the show now. So keep it up, whether the jokes be corny or not. Keep it up.
0: Yeah, that's what she said.
1: And I knew you were gonna say that. Soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew you were gonna say that.
0: Anyways, so the switch. reason why I felt compelled to bring up the Herschel Walker shenanigans, first off, Herschel Walker is fucking nuts, and it may not even be his fault. After all, he has been hit in the head several times, um, having played football, uh, you know, tens of years ago. Um, but and I'm not even saying that because he's a Republican, um, although this. It is related. Come on. So, Mr. Pro-Life here says, you know, news comes out that basically his ex-girlfriend uh, states that he wanted her to terminate a pregnancy in 2011. Um, his ex-girlfriend opts to have their son instead. And, of course, with the midterms coming up and uh, him going up against uh, Raphael Warnock, um the news comes out that he uh, basically paid for her to have an abortion in two thousand and nine, and um they he basically they ended their relationship after she refused, right?
1: So they say that is a report out there.
0: Yeah, and this is all from the New York New York Times. So anybody can look this up, um, and this is a reputable you know news source. You know this is not Newsmax. This is not uh, uh, Alex Jones bullshit. Uh, Um, outlet, you know, that got sued for billions of dollars. Right? Correct. So this is as real as real, real as it gets. Shout out to Jeezy. I mean, this is pretty dastardly, man, to try and say, try and send somebody a check for $700 and pray you are feeling better and hope like shit is just all good.
1: You know? Are you asking me?
0: Yeah, I am. I mean, this guy has pretty much built a, a career as a conservative man, leading with the you know pro-life bona fides, but on the on the DL, that's not how you want to get down in his in his personal life.
1: Now, I do want to say this. I definitely recognize the hypocrisy in that. Running on a, pl- a political platform of being anti-abortion, because of course he's a red candidate, and then all of, like you said, on two two separate women can say that you encourage them to get an abortion, even going back you know thirty years ago. But I, I, before I go into anything, I do want to say the possibility that someone can always change their position on certain things. You know. Change of
0: position is how they ended up pregnant in the first place. One. And two, that's not really the issue. The issue is that it's this holier-than-thou bullshit that he is leading with.
1: <laughs> how so?
0: I mean, it, he is basically, it, it's that whole family first bullshit that him and other um Family First Republicans are leading with in the first place that say they know best. It's, 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 they're, they're trying to say that they have the moral high ground.
1: Well, in all fa- and I disagree with you on that, but in all fairness, I have to say that both sides kind of do that. Which is kind of...
0: We're not talking about sides. We're talking about one guy, Jason.
1: But well, what I'm saying, you're saying. Exactly. But what, what I'm saying is, you oh, mentioned more guy. running for office. Okay, then you could even okay if one name one guy. The, the guy on the other side is probably the same way when it comes to moral high ground. No, no, you no. Know? But we're
0: talking about one guy,
1: so uh, that, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, you mentioned you know he acts like he's on the moral high ground. That's fine. Which well, you're, you're probably right. But I don't want, want to. I don't. Me personally, I don't like singling out one individual when it comes to moral high ground when uh, to be honest that can be said by any politician regardless of who you are or again what party quote unquote you follow or what color
0: i, I didn't single partner. him out just gave him mama did <clears throat> and which one and, both of them <laughs> right and until listen jason yeah. you can talk that shit all you want until Raphael walnock gets caught out being, stepping out on his uh, stepping out on his woman that 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 dog will not hunt and that's now two dog references in show eighty one. Put it in the show notes.
1: I'm glad you mentioned the whole got caught part because I can harken that back to a lot of other things we talked about. But we'll save that for a different time. But yeah, I'm not. So I'm not, you know, trying to absolve Herschel Walker in any of this stuff at all. It's definitely very, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. The very least appears extremely very hypocritical. Clearly, I was just mentioning moral high ground can be, you know, something applied to anybody. But when it comes to this dude, yeah, very hypocritical. It definitely just points out the fact that can these politicians really be trusted? Okay. He's no he's no different. And that's another thing. Go ahead. That's my question
0: for you. Jason, have you heard any speech from Herschel
1: Walker? Before we hopped on, I actually heard I actually watched the the majority of the um debate that he had. With uh, Warnock about two weeks ago or so, so I watched that tonight. Yes.
0: Okay. B- based off of that debate, which one of those motherfuckers clearly has played football?
1: See, the, okay, I'm not. See, I'm not going to answer that question because I'm not trying. I'm not. I'm not. I personally am not going down the road of somebody having CTE. I'm not going down that road. I know that's where you're going. You know, which which is fine. I'm not going there, so I'm not going to answer your question, sir. But you have a point to make, so please go ahead.
0: I mean, my point, my point is already out there. I mean, anyone could go actually look at that video and say clearly, my man is missing a few brain cells. Not you.
1: Okay. So, oh, okay, not, okay. 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 So. Okay. No. 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 Brain so, cells are intact. That's, a, well, that's, that's highly debatable by many people, but what I'm going to say though, or about what I'm going to ask you though, is you say, make that, make that statement. What did you see to make you kind of question, not question, what, what did you see him do say or act that makes you think that he's missing or some of his brain cells are wrong or whatever, whatever you want to word or phrase
0: it. Uh, literally the video and on multiple okay. occasions.
1: Okay. What did he do? You do?
0: No, no, not just what he did, what he said and how he okay. said it.
1: Okay. Okay. So, uh, okay. So now
0: I'm not, not going to like rehash it like tonight. I'm that's why I'm asking you because you said you saw it all.
1: Okay. So I, I'll say this. Now, I'm not in, by any way whatsoever relating this to CTE, but obviously, there was one clip of him going around social media, TikTok especially, but people were reacting to one certain a- aspect that he was talking about when it comes to healthcare. And he basically made, I, I can't even repeat what he said because it didn't make any sense at all. So I will, I will say that I'm not relating that to CTE at all. I, what I will relate that to is something I was going to bring up was one thing when he uh, won the nomination to, to do this, one thing he said was, I'm not a politician. The same thing people lauded uh Trump for when he ran and people, people liked him because he's not a politician Well, like, okay yeah and, and the point being I get that because yeah he he hasn't spent his entire career in politics like like you know like everybody else has which is fine I get that but the fact of the matter is just because you didn't come into it as a politician doesn't matter because guess what this is the job you're going for so that means you're a politician now and when I watch him during the that debate when I watch his acceptance speech all this stuff like that he sounds like he sound like a politician. He acted like a politician during the debate when it comes to interrupting, not adhering to the, the time allowances, stuff like that. Wanting to rebut this, rebut that, even though the moderators keep telling people, "Hey, you got thirty seconds, sixty seconds. I got to move on." So, so anybody that comes into this, either now or in the future, that has some type of a big name celebrity status, and I, I definitely want to say Herschel Walker's a celebrity cause I, I, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So 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 yeah. Anybody says not a politician, yeah, you may not, again, like I said, I'll say it again, just because you didn't go into this, you know, with the his, uh, history of career politics doesn't mean you're not a politician. The second you put your name out there for, to be uh, elected, you're a politician.
0: I think that's an important distinction. And yeah, that, 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 that little, oh, this isn't, hers isn't a career politician. I'm like, listen, the minute you put your ass on the ballot, you it. Congrats. You're you are you you that that's that's like once a once a quarterback start 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 running like congrats you're eligible champ.
1: Exactly, exactly. I so Terrence, I, I'm not going to you know put on the air what you do for a living or anything, but from to my knowledge the role you have you haven't you hadn't done it before right, but but you're in it now and on day one when you got that job you that means you're that you are that role you know professionally. Just because you didn't have it before doesn't mean you aren't that right.
0: I think, I think therefore I am.
1: Yes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, all that crap can go out the window. Now that being said, I think a lot of his potential. now not saying, you know, he might not may or may not have some issues with, you know, that I know he just said he got over his mental health issue. Now, some of the the, the stumbling around he did or explanations he made, like particularly the one about the health care, like I mentioned, some of that may be his inexperience with being a politician. Not knowing how to fully, truly, fully debate somebody in a public forum like that in a supposedly professional forum, which you know, that can be debatable as well, how professional he was. But I think a lot of that had to do with that. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. So I can even watch some of the debates with with, with Trump as well. Somebody who's inexperienced doing that. This is the same thing. Now, somebody just because Trump's an idiot. I, I'm I'm not willing to put Herschel Walker in the same category as Donald Trump as being, you know, as much of an idiot. I just think that I just chalked it up to his inexperience. Hmm. Which was personally, I kind of think should be a reason maybe people should rethink voting for him, frankly. That's right. just me. But that's just me. My my personal opinion. I know people are gonna say different, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. I feel like we, I remember, do you guys, and listeners, feel free to to call this out on uh, emails or voicemails, you know. Remember when Dennis Miller was uh, partaking in the ESPN Monday Night Football? Absolutely. Yeah. Remember when he's like, hey, you want to have the president be able to have a beer with you? Well, now that's, this is the price you're paying for it. Guys like Herschel Walker running for fucking office.
1: Thanks a lot, Dennis. Well, we can probably go back a little further. Well, well not further than Dennis Miller, we'll go back further than Trump and Herschel Walker. We can go back to other celebrities being politicians. Maybe not, at, you know, you got Jesse the Body Ventura, Arnold Schwarzenegger running for politics and actually winning, you know, which, which, hey, it is what it is. I mean, they won, so so be it but I think those two things or those two people led the way for people like Donald Trump to get in office led the way for people like Herschel Walker to run because why not Donald Trump can do it why can't I and to a certain degree that makes sense anybody with any kind of money or or name value can now run for office because guess what because somebody like Donald Trump had the highest office political office in this country so if Donald Trump can be president why can't Herschel Walker be a, be a, a senator or a governor or whatever the hell he's trying to be
0: Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. <laughs>
1: keep going, keep going. I I, I do enough singing for the show. I, I need to bust out a whole verse. So let's let's go.
0: That's that's just enough. And shout out to anybody that actually knows where the hell that's from. <laughs> you, what, what? you, and metal. Why don't
1: Mar- you tell them, Terrence? Tell them oh, so they get a the reference.
0: <laughs> out our Bros T-shirt. Shout out to the shout out to, to to the fans. And with that said, we'll wrap up the show. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Bros Podcast with your hosts Terrence and Jason. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave us a rating and review. Five stars, as always, are appreciated. You can always send the show feedback and show topics at cowboybros at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at cowboybros.com. You can also reach us at the CPB voicemail at 405-877-2767. That's 405 405-877- 877 bros who knows your message is going to end up on, on a future episode of this here podcast Jason, final thoughts for the people
1: final thoughts are bro hey I'm loving this new vibe this new feel you and I got going the interactions the the the, the jam just what we got going on bro I'm loving it episode 81 I, I'm going to go ahead and say it hopefully you agree episode 81 was kind of fire I think so and folks hopefully you agree as well it was pretty fire if you do thank you very much always remember we drop our audio episodes every Thursday cowpotbrows.com apple podcast spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts and as of right now we drop our video segments every Monday facebook youtube sometimes instagram recently instagram it's there when instagram starts playing around let's put stuff on there
0: play without money
1: exactly but folks we can still tell from all the comments and everything all reactions you are being very good cowpotbrows stalkers and cowpotbrows nerds and you are part of the Cal Park Bros fam we want you to stay part of that fam and there's four things you gotta do for us just four I'm gonna tell you what they are when it comes to all things Cal Park Bros make sure you like us love us share us and follow us because if you like us why wouldn't you that's right
0: with that said this is Cal Park Bros
1: signing off peace out y'all like us love us share us follow us And if you like us, why wouldn't you?